What is going on, everybody? It is Thursday, January 18th. This is Kevin Parr for Rated Parr Reviews. Hope you're all having a fantastic start to the day so far. I know I am, because tonight I am going to go see a rap group, uh, one of the local clubs in Vancouver, someone I've been looking forward to seeing for a long, long time, uh, Swollen Members. If you have not seen these guys, they are a Canadian rap group. They've been around for quite some time. I first listened to them when I was around grade nine, I think. Um, they kind of had three or four kind of one-hit wonders and then kind of petered off into that land where all other sort of three to four hit wonder groups go. But uh, they are coming to town tonight. I got tickets, so I am super stoked. Um, also, news for the podcast. You can download this now on iTunes and Google Play. Just type in Rated Power Reviews and you will be up to date for every episode. Listen to me on the go. If you need your little daily news, movie news intake, I will be there for you. Also thinking about starting up an after show for CW's Black Lightning, their first African-American-led superhero show. It just premiered the other day and is getting very good reviews for a CW show. So I am super stoked. So for better or for worse, wherever the show winds up heading, because CW doesn't have the best track record for stellar programming on a longevity uh, standard. So we'll see how that goes. But if you guys want to listen to that, I'll be posting that uh, later today or tomorrow. Um, but without further ado, let's get down to the movie news rundown for the day. Fellas, ladies, let me know if this has happened to you. You are having a busy week. You work all day, you work all night, you, you know, let time get ahead of you, and you don't make it home to watch your favorite show when it airs, be it Game of Thrones, House of Cards, whatever. You're just not able to get there when the show goes online. So you come home, you make yourself some dinner, you go on Facebook, see what your friends are up to, and what are they talking about? The goddamn show that you wanted to watch. They talk about the spoilers, they talk about the twist ending. Oh my god, do you believe this happened to so-and-so and blah blah blah. Then you start getting pissed, because that was the one thing you were looking forward to all day. You start hate commenting all your friends. Thanks for ruining the show, idiot. And meanwhile, your dinner's cold, you're pissed off. Wish there was a solution. Well, Facebook might actually have that solution for you. During a keynote recently on the opening day at NatPay, that's the acronym, N-A-T-P-E, uh, Facebook's Ricky Van Veen released that a new feature is in the works to hide spoilers from your Facebook feed, be it from TV shows, be it from movies. Um, I think they're directing this to television alone, but um, he is quoted saying, if you haven't seen episode five yet, you won't see your friends comment on episode five. Those are really easy things to do that no one has really done yet because it's hard when you're having conversation and viewing in two different places. Hopefully we can make some of those value ads for the Facebook viewer and the TV viewer come together. Um, so that's pretty fucking sick. Uh, myself, I've had a lot of, not a lot of things spoiled for me through friends talking about it, but it's definitely hard to keep, you know, even during the Super Bowl, uh, not to see people commenting on your feed and to have the, uh, important details ruined for you. So not, they don't really go in detail on how this would work exactly. If, uh, you know, if it's a term of writing in words that you want blocked from your feed, 
because Twitter already does that. Through Twitter, you can actually write down keywords that you don't want to show up in your feed. So you can say Game of Thrones episode five, Jon Snow, you know, Kevin Spacey, although I'm sure a lot of people have blocked Kevin Spacey from their Twitter feeds these days. Um, so yeah, it's very, very awesome. I like that Facebook keeps innovating, keeps trying to come out with new stuff. Um, but again, not sure if they would copy the same thing that Twitter does, because they're usually like to do more original features, but then again, it copied stories, so <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if maybe it wanted to copy that feature as well. Um, I could see them doing maybe a scrolling option. You know, if the feature gets added, it'll be a section on your Facebook saying, do you want X content blocked from your newsfeed? And maybe there's a section for television and you scroll down and pick Game of Thrones and it just will block everything Game of Thrones related from your feed because it's not just statuses that can ruin content like that. It can be other pages that post about that stuff. It can be viral videos that get shared, maybe about a spoiler ending that you didn't want to see. So whatever they're thinking, they must have a something in place where it will block literally everything and not just a couple words. So I'm pretty stoked for that. Being a film fan, being a TV guy, that, that speaks directly to me and I'm sure it speaks directly to you. So, and it also eliminates the whole no social media rule that a lot of us implement when we don't want something spoiled, especially, you know, like just recently with Star Wars Last Jedi. A lot of people couldn't go to see that within the first week or two just because we all got lives, man. Um, so that whole, I'm not going on social media for two weeks because I don't want anything Star Wars spoiled for me. I mean, for Facebook, that lowers their their uh, user usage that hurts their platform a bit if people aren't on it all the time every day um so that would eliminate that completely so super stoked to hear this news and i hope the feature comes super soon scarjo the black widow herself has finally commented on her potential standalone film that marvel studios is currently developing uh, we did break a story earlier, uh, a couple days ago, that a writing team has been attached to the project, so it is moving forward with Disney and Marvel, and recently talking to Variety, ScarJo said this, I'm invested in that character. Marvel is greatly invested in that character. If I did it, I'd have to do it while I still actually wanted to wear a skin-tight cat suit. I don't know how much longer that's going to be. I would like it for it to happen under the right circumstances. I think there's a lot of opportunity to mine that storyline. She's got a really rich origin story. There's a lot of places you can go. You can bring it back to Russia. You could explore the Widow program. There's all kinds of stuff that you could do with it. You could really uncover the identity of who this person is, where she comes from, and where she's part of. There's plenty of backstory. Or not. It could be something else. Where do the Avengers go? They are underground. What happens then? What happens after it all falls apart? There are so many ways you can go. I think it would just have to be very much like its own specific thing. I would have to have its own, it would have to have its own specific vibe. It would have to be, have been totally different than any of the other standalone films. I think if the fans wanted it enough, then it would probably become a reality. Uh, I can, say pretty vehemently that the fans do want this to happen. Um, the female fan community definitely wants this to happen. I think, if anything, Wonder Woman showed that 
awesome female-led films are going to be the new currency in this town. I feel that in Hollywood, in action movies, in big budget films specifically, people tend to follow trends. I mean, example, Twilight. How many God... Or not Twilight, I guess, but zombie films. I mean, can you remember how many zombie films we got for like three to four years in a row? People couldn't get enough of them. Uh, and... It's same thing goes for superhero films. When that bubble started to grow, it grew fast and hard. We have just been flooded, flooded with infinite amounts of superhero films. And, you know, it's, and it's not just... You can't just make a superhero film and hope that it'll be good. Look at Justice League. It bombed because it wasn't that great. And it just to show you have to invest in quality product. You have to invest in a quality film team, quality story... And, you know, we're reaching a time where the last 10 years or so, we've been seeing relatively, you know, good projects, but this the same amount of good projects, all male-led action movies, uh, origin stories, a lot of the same typical content. And now this shift is happening where, you know, voices are finally being heard. The women in the industry want to be represented and you just need one solid good movie to bring that point home and they did that in Wonder Woman. Now Black Panther is going to be coming out. An all-African-American cast with a soundtrack from Kendrick Lamar. Oh my god, I can't wait for that soundtrack. Um, and that's... It's already outsold pre-sales tickets from Civil War. It's going to be big. So you're going to start to see more ethnically-led films in that genre. So you just... they got to realize that this is a no-brainer. they got to jump on the bandwagon here and realize that, you know, female-led action films, not shitty ones, but good ones, will definitely get them their money back for what they invest in the project. And I feel not only does Scar Jo deserve this, she's been with the Marvel Universe since it began. Since it began! And she's never had even a whiff of a standalone film until now. It had to come from DC to put up Wonder Woman for them to say, oh yeah, I guess people do want to see women-led heroes. No shit. Um, so at this point, it's not been greenlit, right? The film only has a script attached. It's in development, which means they are working on it, but there's no release date, you know, there's no official it's happening statements yet. But there are a lot of awesome stories you can tell within the Black Widow worlds. And if this Red Sparrow movie with Jennifer Lawrence coming out has anything to do with it being released, if that does well, guarantee, if that movie comes out and does well, there will be an official announcement for a Black Widow standalone. Mark my words. The next Star Wars spin-off movie is coming out in just a few short months. Solo, a Star Wars story telling the origins, if you will, of young Han Solo, Lando Calrissian, and Chewbacca. Uh, the film is starring Alden Ehrreich as Han Solo, which nobody knows who this guy is. He's been in a few films that I've seen. Um, the last film he was in was a Coen's brother movie that came out a couple years ago. Um, he got a couple of award uh, recognition for his short role in that film, but Again, this, he's going to be a household name when this film comes out, but at this point, he's a very small unknown. Donald Glover, Childish Gambino himself, is playing Leno Calrissian. 
And uh, if any of you out there have been following the production of Solo, A Star Wars Story, you know that this film is dripped, covered head to toe in controversy. Um, Chris and Lord Miller, uh, who directed the Lego movie, was attached to direct this film. They filmed for several months with Lucasfilm. They pretty much almost had the film completed and about two weeks before they're about to wrap, the, the executive producers came by the set, saw what they were filming, did not like what they saw. Apparently the cast and some of the production crew had a lot of comments to say about the film and uh, about things that were happening on set. The directors were then let go with only a couple of weeks complete to complete the film. Then they famously brought on Ron Howard, who has done extensive reshoots on the film for the past several months. He's been working closely to the project, getting it all wrapped up and finished. Um, rumors were that the film was kind of taking a very comedic route towards the story in that, you know, Star Wars company heads and Disney production people were not happy about that. So, so they hired Ron Howard to come in and kind of put his spin on it, get it kind of back on track on being more of an action film. At this point, nobody really knows what to expect. And a lot of hardcore Star Wars fans, A, are just kind of bummed that they're making a Han Solo origin story. I mean, Harrison Ford put such a stamp on that role. Anyone attempting to try to take it over from him is going to be met with a lot of backlash. So this film, to say the least, has a lot of, you know, a lot bending against it. And apparently through Twitter, a random German filmmaker named Holger Frick has claimed that he has seen the film. He's seen footage. He's seen a sneak peek and apparently loved the ever-living shit out of it. Um, his quote on Twitter claims, I just saw a sneak peek of Solo, A Star Wars Story through an EPK reel. And I must say, I'm really, really overwhelmed of how freaking good it looks. Alden Ehrreich is amazing as Han Solo, and so is Donald Glover as Lando, Emilia Clarke from Game of Thrones, and Woody Harrelson look awesome, and it definitely had an old Star Wars feel to it. Looks like this could be the fan service movie some of the older Star Wars fans wanted from Episode 8. Can't wait for an official trailer, and it's only four months to release. Oh my god. So, that's a pretty bold claim. Um... You know, however, the people reporting on this this guy can't really confirm or deny if he's actually seen it, of course. They can't prove that he's a legitimate filmmaker, that he's actually seen a cut of the movie. But, you know, this film will just take good news where it can take it. I mean, but you have to remember that people praising a movie that people haven't seen yet has always been met with kind of a second, like a little bit of a skeptical look to it. I mean, when Batman vs. Superman was first being shown to its head producers, they uh, this article came out the next day that said everyone stood up and gave it a standing ovation that it was the best film they ever saw, and they're, they're super excited for everyone to see it. The movie came out, and you know the rest. Um, but I'm definitely... You know, I'm in this movie's corner. I'm a big fan of Donald Glover and think he will do an excellent job as Lano Calrissian. Um, and, you know, there is a lot of history in Han Solo lore in the Star Wars novels. 
the Kessel Run that he made in 12 parsecs. Will we see that in this movie? No one really knows for sure, but I definitely want to see more of the scoundrel bounty hunter side of Star Wars, so I really hope this guy isn't bullshitting and that this movie turns out to be good. Okay. Basically, he, he, um, 
in the golf cart. This is the neighbourhood you drive golf carts around. And my son's sitting in the back seat, and my other son and my daughter and my, my wife's there, and they're driving. And he's sort of looking at the thing. All of a sudden, as they're driving along, he's like, and just leaps out the side of the golf buggy. Oh, it was moving? Yeah, it was moving. Oh, boy. And my wife's like, what the hell are you doing? Runs over, and he's like, kind of half crying and sulking, but more embarrassed that he didn't stick the landing. <laughs> and um, she's like, you're right. He's like, we wouldn't talk. So she comes into work and I'm on set and brings him in and she's like, I, I, I've got to take him to the doctor. I think I'm like, he's fine. He's not even crying. You know, he's fine. He's like, I pick him up. You're like, right, buddy? He's like, oh. you know, he's sort of angry still. We get the set nurse to come over. The set nurse has a look. It's like, look, it's not broken. He's fine. He's not even crying. It's, it's, but take him anyway. I'm like, oh, great. So my wife takes him off to the, the doctor, and the doctor's like, it can't be broken, I'll give an x-ray. Gives the x-ray and goes, oh my God, it's a really bad fracture through his femur. And is, is, is close to breaking all the way through, so we have to rush him off to the hospital, put him in a cast, strap him up. And the whole time, he's just, as I said, he's more angry that he didn't, didn't land on his feet. <laughs> So a continuing trend that's going on in the online content space right now is that every network, every property is trying to get their own streaming service. Netflix obviously being the king of kings, Amazon. Now you have CBS, the famous TV network has their own streaming service where you can only watch Star Trek Discovery on uh, Crackle, you name it. Streaming services is the way to go if you want content to be brought to the people. And Apple is trying to get into that game right now. They have Apple TV. Um, they have in the past developed original programming. If any one of you ever saw Planet of the Apps, it was kind of a Dragon's Den style show that had random celebrities on it, like Gwyneth Paltrow and Will I Am. The show was led by famous social media marketer Gary Vaynerchuk, um, and it famously didn't do very well, even though they tried to market the crap out of it. Um, no one was just very interested in it. The whole premise of the show would people would approach them, try to sell an idea for an app, and they would be like, yay or nay, or I will invest in it, I will not. Anyway, the show didn't do too well. Uh, and actually, Apple recently tried to make a bid, or is currently trying to make a bid, to buy Netflix entirely. Um, no, like, who knows what the evaluation is on Netflix right now, but I can very confidently say that they are not going to sell anytime soon. So in the meantime, Apple is going to try to up their content game, try to add some original programming to Apple TV, and it looks like they have nabbed their first official series and it's gonna star SNL alumni Kristen Wiig with uh, Reese Witherspoon looking to produce the project. Um, got this news from geektyrant.com, which is an amazing website. Go and favorite their website. They get some amazing content on there for movie news, game news, just interesting tidbits in the pop culture world. Um, anyway, so they are saying that this marks Apple's first scripted comedy pickup and um, it is based off of a book, uh, it's inspired off of a book from Curtis Sittenfeld. Um, it's an upcoming short story collection titled You Think It, you, I'll Say It. And the description for the upcoming book that the series is based on is as such. 
Throughout the 10 stories in, you think it, I'll say it, Sittenfeld upends assumptions about class, relationships, and gender roles in a nation that feels both adrift and viscerally divided. In the world has many butterflies, married acquaintances play a strangely intimate game with devastating consequences. In Vox Clamitis in Deserato, <laughs> a shy Ivy League student learns the truth about a classmate's seemingly inviolable life. In a regular couple, a high-powered lawyer honeymooning with her husband is caught off guard by the appearance of the girl who tormented her in high school. And in Prairie Wife, a suburban mother of two fantasizes about the downfall of an old friend whose wholesome lifestyle empire may or may not be built on a lie. With moving insight and uncanny precision, Curtis Sittenfeld pinpoints the questionable decisions, missed connections, and sometimes extraordinary coincidences that make up a life. Indeed, she writes what we're all thinking, if only we could express it with the wit of a master satirist, the storytelling gifts of an old-fashioned raconteur, and the vision of an American original. So, it's obvious, it's written, the author is, is, uh, is very much collecting these kind of short stories. So the, the, the show seems like it's going to be an anthology series of shorts, of sorts, a collection of short stories, um, you know, not unlike Black Mirror, which is more sci-fi fantasy based, uh, in its content. This looks like just a series of really interesting dramatic stories more based on real life. Uh, I love Kristen Wiig. I've loved her ever since I've seen her on Saturday Night Live. She's one of the funniest people around. So this will be really interesting to see how this all gets put together. Um, Apple also has a other few shows that are currently being developed, which include uh, one from Steven Spielberg that's going to be produced by him called Amazing Stories Anthology and uh, Ron Moore's Space Drama C. And they're also trying to get their hands on the newest J.J. Abrams untitled sci-fi series, which no name is out for that yet. But keep your eye on this one, guys, and the rise of Apple TV. Okay, guys, that is it for today's movie news rundown. I want to thank you all for listening today. Hope you have a fantastic Thursday, a great precursor to your weekend. Um, if you are going to watch Black Lightning on CW, I'm going to do an after show for that, my first one. So I'm going to record my episode one of that either today or tomorrow, and then I will be releasing content for that after the episode airs once a week. So you can watch the show with me, you can listen to my opinions on the, each episode, you can call into the station, give your opinion, see if we match, see if we disagree. It's going to be a lot of fun. So also tomorrow I will be dropping movies that are opening this weekend. So you can have some information, some tidbits to learn about stuff to see uh, in the theaters. So stay tuned for that content. But until then, guys, put down the remote and go watch a motherfucking movie.